tuned into the Entrepreneur Sessions, the ultimate podcast for startup entrepreneurs. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us to, for another episode of Entrepreneur Sessions, the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jennifer, and your co-host, Mario, right there. Thank y'all for joining us. We have a really, really exciting episode today. Uh, we have a very, very special guest. Uh, we have Crystal Sharp, AKA Chris the Maximizer. She's a YouTube content creator. She's a coupon coach and she's an educator. And she's an expert at teaching people how to use coupon strategies to create budgets and create a lifestyle that they, of the, the lifestyle they're choosing. So um, she has worked with families and startup entrepreneurs and she has help them learn how to coupon and she has helped them reach their financial goals. So without further ado, let's welcome Chris the Maximizer. Hey Chris. Hi. Thank you for joining us. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. Mario, you want to kick it off? Yes ma'am. How are you doing today, Crystal? I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for asking. Cool. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining us today. Um, so first question that I have, uh, this month's um, theme is about the blueprint. And so how did you get started as a couponer? Um, so I actually started couponing back in 2008. So I was a freshman in college and I had saw extreme couponing. Now preface this with my mother has always been very frugal. She always had her little accordion of coupons and she was always saving money and finding a deal. So I saw extreme couponing in college. I was, I don't think I had three jobs at that point, but later on in college, I had three jobs. So I was broke. I just bought a car and I was like, I need to do this to save money. So I grabbed some newspapers and it was total like trial and error, but it was very successful. I had a stockpile in college. A lot of people would laugh at me and say, you have all this stuff. But when their mother didn't give them money, they were knocking on my door. And I said, for a small fee, I got what you need, right? <laughs> so it started out of need. And then it just became like something that I loved. And it just became something that's a part of me. So I've been doing it consistently since 2008. That's awesome. So... From our previous conversations, I know that you've been couponing for about 12 years now. And I wanted to know when and why you decided to turn couponing into a business. Cause I know a lot of people do couponing for leisure, but what was mm -hmm. the like light bulb moment where you were like, this could actually be a business for me. Okay, so there's a couple different ways that this happens. So, so many people would ask me how I do it. How do you get all this stuff? What are you doing? I would post like my hauls on Facebook and just show, okay, I paid $2 for this or I got this for free. So many people would say, teach me, teach me, teach me. So in 2015, after I had my daughter, I tried to sell a couple classes and I did like a little webinar. It was like 20 bucks. I think like five people bought it. And I was so like discouraged. I had like postpartum depression. I was not in the right mental space, but I knew people needed help. So that was 2015. I sold those five classes and I didn't try to do it again as far as helping others. Then in 2017, I decided that I wanted to start a business. My background is in HR and I was a sales recruiter. So I started a business where I was going to help people recruit, right? I was going to recruit nurses. I did actually recruit some nurses. I was going to help businesses find the employees they needed. 
I started that business because I've always wanted a business since I was like nine years old. I just didn't know what. And I was like, oh, you can make a lot of money with recruiting. I like recruiting, but I didn't love it. So after I'm like investing all this money, doing all this stuff, I was like, if there was anything I could do without money being an option, what would it be? And it was couponing. So I said, okay, I took like a social media break in 2018. I took a whole week off Facebook, Instagram, completely deleted it. And at the end of that, on a whim, I was like, okay, I'm going to do a YouTube channel. I'm going to record me and my, my daughter at Publix and CVS when we go couponing. And that was August 2019. I just decided that I had to do, well, August 2018, excuse me. I had to do something that I was passionate about, something that I loved because doing recruiting for money wasn't working for me. Like I was investing more money than I was making, but couponing just lights me up and like I could talk about it all day, every day. So long story short, I started that YouTube channel August 2018. And then, um, your girl got fired from her job on my one year YouTube anniversary. So the one year of me having my YouTube channel, I got fired from my job. Now I knew that that was going to be my business. I had already started saving for it, but I was holding myself back fear, afraid that there's no way I could make this a business. Once I got fired, I was like, well, I guess now's the time to pony up. <laughs> and I have been doing it full time ever since. So like, you know how you were you're saying like as soon as you got fired you decided to go ahead and take the plunge but even then i still feel like how were you how did you motivate yourself because the natural inclination for a lot of people when they lose their job is to quickly go back to career builder or indeed or one of those websites and start looking for a job because those bills are coming in 30 days so what was that pivotal like mind frame that made you think you know what regardless I need to try to make this business work. Right. So I kind of took it as like a sign from God. I had been begging God to give me the opportunity to really work for myself. I had been preparing to leave. Like it was a mental block. I had set like three different dates to leave. And I'm a very loyal employee. Like, so I knew that it was going to take something big for me. But I just, I looked at my savings and I also looked at my proof. I was making a substantial amount, I would say, from YouTube, right? It would cover my rent. The rent is the biggest thing. YouTube money could cover rent. So as long as rent was paid, I had a membership community that I had just started to grow. I think I had like 150 members or maybe like almost 200 people around the time that um, I got fired. And then also I had sold, I was planning to sell a course. So I had all this evidence of I've made money from YouTube. I've made money from the membership there's money here, you need to try it. And then I did have a little bit of savings, not a lot of savings, like three months worth of savings. So I said, okay, if it fails, then close to the end of those three months, I got to get a job so that I can't pay my bills. So it was just more determination in me seeing that like, this is my God-given opportunity to really dive in and do what I want to do and have all the time and create my own schedule and this is what I've been praying for, begging for, and asking the universe to give me. So give myself that chance. It was scary. I'm somebody's mother. She primarily lives with me. And I was like, to make sure that she's okay. I just can't be doing anything, you know? So there was a lot of pressure for me to succeed. So I just had to bet on myself for once, right? And I was tired of like working for someone else, giving them all my time and energy. So I just had to literally pray and decide that I'm going to make this work. Okay. All right, uh, next question. 
as um, you know, we've all heard that you know extreme couponing has become you know increasingly <laughs> popular. So, how can startup entrepreneurs benefit from becoming a couponer? So, couponing allows you to be intentional with your money. So, we all have to eat, we all have to brush our teeth, and we all have to wipe our butts. Why would you pay full price to do things that you're going to have to do for the rest of your life when you don't have to? And it doesn't have to take a lot of time. So we spend so many hours on Instagram and Facebook and watching YouTube, right? How can you be intentional with your time, reallocate your time so that you can reallocate your funds? That, that's the biggest thing I would say is that think about the time and energy you put into mindless things. So when I took that social media break, I was like, dang, I got so much stuff done in this week, not scrolling Facebook. It, it blew my mind. So I did coupon a lot harder during that time. I sold more things couponing from my stockpile during that time. So I would say as an entrepreneur, it'll allow you to be more intentional with your funds because you're not paying full price for the things you need on an everyday basis. And that will allow you to invest in yourself. So kind of like as a follow-up to Mario's question, is couponing complicated? Because I was talking to some people and I know for myself, I haven't tried super hard, but I, I, I did attempt like a couple years ago to attempt to coupon and it, there's a lot of processes and there's a lot of steps to really do it effectively. So I guess, how would you describe the, the um, I guess the ease of difficulty or is it easy right. or difficult? Is um, it's like anything that you, ha it's a muscle that you have to practice. It doesn't come naturally. But my thing is you have to focus on getting what you need. I was talking to somebody today like, I don't need all this stuff in my basement. And I said, no, you need to get what your family needs. So I always talk about having a list of needs and a list of things you never want to run out of. So it's very simple as the Arizona iced tea is on sale and you have a 25 cent coupon. You like Arizona iced tea. It's something you need. You see the item, you match the coupon, you do the deal. That's the very basis of it. But it needs to come from a place of what I need. I'm not about to buy 15 bottles of bleach. I wash all my clothes together. I have two bottles of bleach in my house to clean with. That's it. So even if there's a great bleach deal, I don't have 15 bottles because I don't need 15 bottles. Yeah. I'm a two to three person household. I don't need all that stuff. So you need to focus on what you need. Because if you're buying everything under the sun, you're de defeating the purpose of couponing. So yes, it can be complicated if you overcomplicate it. If you're simply, what do I need? What's on sale? What coupons are available? Match them up. It will, it will be super easy, but it does take time and practice. Okay. So what would you say have been your greatest successes since becoming a coupon coach and a YouTube creator? The biggest thing is that I haven't had to get a job and work for anybody else <laughs> personally. Because that, like I said, that's been a lifelong dream of mine. So just to be, be able to see that my passion can bring me profits has blown me away. I've literally created a lane for myself that was not there. I didn't know what I was going to be. It took me like six months to come up like with, I'm a coupon coach and educator. It took me so long to be like, what do I do? So that's my biggest success personally. And then I'm going to say my client successes is that I have a gentleman who's a part of my membership who is blind, y'all. He cannot see, legally blind. This man has saved $10,000 in six months 
by shopping with a purpose. Wow. Using all digital coupons from his phone. He set his budget. He focused on what he needed. He chose his stores, one or two stores he shops at. And then he was able to save $10,000 in his savings account in six months. Another client success is I have a mom who found $600 a month in her budget that she was being wasteful with. She was able to pay her car off early and buy everything her daughter needed for her first semester of college. Wow. So I'm great, but the people that I teach are even more amazing. Like it's really impacting hundreds and hundreds of families, right? The money, I have another member who she cut her grocery budget by $300 per month and she was able to start a savings account and a travel fund from her savings. So now she doesn't have to use her tax money for vacation. She actually has liquid cash to go on vacation. Now COVID kind of messed her up, you know, but <laughs> the point is the money is still there for them to be intentional with and do all the things they've wanted to do and felt like they didn't have money for it. The money's there. You just have to be more intentional with it. That's real. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, you know, so I hear about a lot of the good things, uh, but I'm sure there's been some challenges too that you've encountered. So what are some of the challenges as a couponer that you've uh, encountered? Um, so as a couponer, um, the only biggest thing is just finding your stores and building that relationship. As a coach, I struggle with like worthiness. Like I'm creating a lane for myself. How dare I charge hundreds of dollars to teach people how to save money? Um, mindset blocks, like I don't deserve to be paid thousands of dollars to help you save thousands of dollars. So it, that has probably been the hardest thing for me to get over is that I, to tell myself that I'm worthy, I deserve it, and I'm doing something great, like this is a service that we need because like I said, we all have to eat, go to the bathroom and brush those teeth and we don't want to spend all of our money on that. And, and that has been the thing that I probably struggled with the most throughout this journey. And I still have mindset blocks around it. I have to journal every day about worthiness and charging my worth. That's real. I, I, that makes a lot of sense because especially sometimes when people are not buying a product that is a tangible product, Sometimes they don't equate value to mm -hmm. it. So they would rather call and ask, for example, marketing advice, but they don't want to pay for that advice. Mm -hmm. But if they implement that advice, it could actually make a difference. It could make them wealthy. Yes. <laughs> so I think that that's a really important thing, uh, really kind of making sure that you honor yourself and charging with your work. Because like you said, and those are great testimonies too, to have somebody save $10,000 that is legally blind. So yeah. that means that there's a strategy in place and there's no hindrance. If you follow that strategy, you will be successful. So I think that is that is like awesome, you know? And I think couponing is great too. I think one thing that's really important for people to understand too is you may pay an upfront cost, but you're, you're making an investment into yeah. your savings. So if you're spending 300 a month on groceries, you get your grocery down to 50 and you're getting more product than you were getting when you were doing 300, then it's worth that. So Absolutely. I think that, you know, yeah, just from being a, a startup entrepreneur myself, just understanding the importance of always emphasizing the value of what you're offering regardless, because it is, it does provide a value, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. So, um, 
I would say um, we we're talk we talked about one challenge right now, which is of course people just understanding the value of the service offering. But what are some other challenges that you have experienced in in your business or as a business owner? And it, it could be on the couponing side, it could be on the YouTube side, just entrepreneurial issues in general. Mm, um, deciding like what to invest in to help me be a better coach. So there's no other coupon coach. So like uh, if you are a business coach, if you're a fitness coach, there's some big fitness coach, there's some big business coach that you can find that can coach you on how you can operate in your business, right? So my biggest thing was who do I listen to and who can help me? So what I did was I decided that I'm going to be an online business owner. So I need to find a coach with transferable skills that will understand my business that can help me grow my online digital product. So I was able to hire a coach and that has given me so much direction business wise, even though she's not a couponer, she lives in Europe. The point is she's able to show me I am worthy She's able to show me that I have all the tools and resources that I need to actually create a million dollar business by teaching people how to save money. Um, so that's probably another struggle I had was trying to figure out like, who can help me be better for my community? And it has turned out to be one of the best investments I ever made, like seriously. And I did not have that money when I was swiping that credit card for it, but I had to again, bet on myself. And like you said, there's a strategy I seen her other million dollar success stories. So if I invested in myself, I did the work, I knew I could come out on the other side and it has been the best decision I've made business wise. I feel like um, sometimes there's value in doing stuff and doing anything or attempting anything in a volatile time in your life. Like sometimes when you have that consistent check, you tend to play it safe because you mm -hmm. know that that's there and you don't yeah. want to risk that. But it's kind of funny how when you're down to like what you said, like your last three months of savings, and mm -hmm. if you mess up, there is no coming back that there's that people are able to find like that drive to push themselves towards success. And you do pretty good on YouTube. You have great views on your videos and everything like that. Do you feel like if you hadn't been pushed, if your back hadn't been against the wall and you hadn't been in the situation that you've been in where you lost your job and you had to figure out a way to make money quickly. Do you feel like everything would have happened the way that it's happening now? Or do you think you would have attempted to build this business? Or do you feel like it's the adversity that was the cornerstone to the success that you've had to date? Um, so I would say I was very, YouTube was the first thing I was consistent with outside of like going to college and all that jazz. Um, YouTube was the first side hustle because I've started so many side hustles, businesses, and they just all blew up, right? That was the first time I was consistent. For one year straight, I posted on YouTube three to five times per week with a full-time job and taking care of my daughter. I made it a priority. Now, as far as growing this business as a coach outside of YouTube, Oh yeah, I needed to get fired for that to happen because the opportunities that had happened to me, I would not have been able to dive into if I would have been at that corporate job. Um, my energy would not have been able to be the same. Like I was, I'm able to like take naps. I don't have to work until 10 o'clock if I don't want to. I'm able to work from 10 at night until two in the morning where my zone of genius is the hottest and Man. not have to worry about 
I had to wake up early to take my child to school, but I can drop her off at school and then come back home and take a nap and work at 10 o'clock, right? So these opportunities that have presented themselves, I would not have been able to capitalize on them because I got to see if I got PTO and I got to wait and somebody's got to check. And now it's like, I call my mother, I got to go to an event, I'm buying your plane ticket, can you be here this day, this day to watch the child? And she's like, yes, okay, call my father, same thing. So I can get them on a plane to watch my daughter and I can do what my heart desires. I couldn't do that with the full-time job and just pick up and go. Or sometimes I had to take my daughter with me. They don't care. They want to see her, right? So um, I, I needed that that kick, that, that swift kick. And after looking back at my life, all the great moments that have happened to me, God had to push me off a cliff, literally. Like there was no give it two weeks. It was literally like, Psh, and I'm like, ah, and made a plan on the way down. But it was like the best thing for me, right? So yeah, I needed I needed that that firing. I needed it. And then my fear of couponing, I guess, uh, and I'm old school, is that it's all papers. You have to get like the Sunday paper and cut out these coupons and stuff. Um, and I don't think that's the case. Um, so would you say it's more digital these days, or it's kind of a mixture of both, or? It is a true mixture of both. So I actually have, in addition, in addition to the blind gentleman, I have a blind woman as well, and they both only use digital coupons. I have some other members who are sighted, and they still only use digital coupons. The past two or three weeks that I've been couponing, I've only been using digitals because my inserts are back in Florida, and I haven't bought any. Whoops, I haven't bought any while I've been here. So you can save 30, 40, sometimes 50% or more just using digital coupons. The digital coupons are in the apps of the stores that you're shopping at. Target has amazing digital coupons. CVS, Walgreens, Family Dollar, Dollar General. Those are five stores right now where all you need is a free account, name, email, phone number, and you'll see coupons for things that you can add to your account and you can use them at the register. So you don't need to get paper coupons. Now, sometimes you need two coupons and our digitals only give us one. So that's where the paper comes in. Because if it's a buy one, get one free deal, and you want to be able to use two coupons, you may need to get a paper. You won't get the best deal without the paper coupon, but you'll still save more than what you were paying at full price. So to you, it's going to be a big impact because you're going to be like, well, I used to spend $175. That feels good to you because you're saving a chunk of money, right? So you can definitely save a lot with digital coupons for sure. And then you mentioned, you know, you're able to fly your parents, you know, to help babysit and go this and that. Um, so that kind of leads into the next question as far as revenue opportunities or streams of income as a YouTuber or uh, you know, coupon coach. You know, what are what are those opportunities? Ooh, there, there are a lot of them. So I actually wrote them all down. So the first one is a lot of people always ask, how do you make money from YouTube? So the Google AdSense, so the ads that you see on the video. So for everyone who's watching, listening, for your favorite content creators, do not skip the ads. Let them play for at least one minute. If you watch my whole video and skip every ad, your girl gets no money. So for your favorite content creators, watch at least one minute of the ad. So that is um, from YouTube, how I make money. Also, sponsored videos. Um, companies will reach out. They want to send you products. They want you to try their services. They pay you. For that, sometimes you get a commission, which is another way. So you can earn a commission per sale. Um, affiliates, where you can sell for other people, you earn money that way. Um, once you become an expert in your field and authority, 
I sell courses. I sell many trainings. I sell one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. I have a membership community. It started as a Patreon where people were just paying me $5. Now it's um, more expensive than that now, but you can start with a Patreon and people can pay you monthly to help you create content for them. Um, also rebate apps. So I use a ton of rebate apps. I make hundreds of dollars per month from rebate apps. And that's essentially buying certain items, scanning receipts, getting those gift cards and getting straight up PayPal cash. I just hit a bonus on a rebate app five days ago it was a $1,300 bonus Whoa. I've made like over seven seven grand I believe with one rebate app I started using back in October I did a sponsored video and then I did a whole bunch of referrals and literally I made like around seven thousand dollars just from one app the other thing you can also do is ebooks I personally haven't sold one yet but it's on my list you can sell ebooks um, you can do in-person events you can do virtual trainings, virtual seminars. You can do events as well, virtually or in person. So those are a lot of the ways that I actually uh, make my money. And others can actually make money as well as content creators. Wow. So I think it's really important how you focus on, how you kind of talked about all these different streams of income that you've created. Because I think sometimes when think of, people think about a business, they think about that one particular thing, couponing. Mm -hmm. yep. Training people how to coupon, but it's better and it's it's more profitable and uh more it creates more stability to really create those different rep streams of revenue and it, it, it applies to any industry like yep. like everything you're saying that same structure if you're a hairstylist you can train people how to do it yep create tutorial videos diys like, for other people yep exactly and um have you had to adjust with the current situation with uh, the pandemic and Although, have you had to adjust the way you do your business or have you, has your business been impacted in any kind of way? Because I know that a lot of your courses are probably virtual, but have you been impacted? Yeah, so I was doing a tour. So, so many of my subscribers asked me to come to their city to teach them. So I had started a tour. My first stop was going to be Atlanta in March that had to get canceled. So no tour. I was also planning to do like a coupon conference because there's not one anywhere and I want to be the first one to have one. Mm -hmm. And of course, this year is a complete wash. Um, my YouTube views are significantly down. Um, I probably went, I've earned probably 25% of what I usually earn. Like in April and May, my earnings went down to basically 25% of what I was earning from thousands to hundreds. <laughs> Um, and then some people did like cancel their memberships and such. So those will be the biggest impacts I would see. And then also I have some clients that I sell my stockpile to, but because the stores were so low, I said, I'm not selling anything. I'm taking care of me and my family because the stores, I can't replenish. Like I could sell you all my toilet paper and then tomorrow go buy more. You can't find a roll of toilet paper. And when you do, it's like, get it and run. So I didn't want to hurt myself trying to sell to others. So selling stopped. So hopefully those clients will still be there when this gets some sort of back to our new normal. But those are probably the biggest things that, that have impacted me. And what do you think caused, you know, some of your views to go down? Because I, I know a lot of people are kind of stuck at home and, and you know, uh, all they got to do is watch Netflix. Do you think people's focus has shifted to other things or? I guess you can speculate. It's because people can't go to the store. So people are watching my videos to know what to buy and how to buy it. 
So when everyone can't leave, no one's watching the video because the deals are, my, my content's time sensitive, right? So the deal is from Sunday to Saturday. So once the new week starts, it's not irrelevant, but it's irrelevant. Do people go back and watch my old videos to learn the process? Absolutely. But my 10,000, 15,000 views are coming from people who are trying to get their butt out to CVS this week before the deals are over. So I had some videos who, who did really well. There's other industries like business coaches, their views skyrocketed because people were at home trying to start side hustles, right? People aren't going to the store as regularly. The, the views are creeping back up now as certain states open and people feel comfortable going outside. But I'm a tangible couponer. I'm not an online. So some people were doing like online deals and that's just not my cup of tea. I'm like, I got to be in store. So it's, it's with the territory. Hopefully in a few months, it'll get back up mm, to where it used to be. But yeah, I think because people can't, couldn't go out. That's like one crucial thing about being an entrepreneur. Like you got to ride the wave. Like you'll have your time. Like you talked about that one um, project that you were working on where you yielded like 7,000 just like that. But then shifts in the economy, unforeseen events. So I know that you're also a financial coach. Well, you do, you help people with their finances using coupon strategies. What strategies have you implemented during this time to kind of make up for, you know, the current state of everything as far as people not going to the stores and all of those things? Um, so keeping my liquid cash liquid and uh, pr protecting my investments and not investing like I would invest crazily in myself because I knew the money was coming in to, to see that return on investment. So I've had to be a little bit more intentional about like, I was gonna invest in another mastermind, but I was like, you know what? That has to be on pause. Um, so I would say just being more strict with my budget, um, looking out towards the future and seeing what's coming up in the next 30 to, nine, 30 to 90 days that I need to have money for on hand and making sure I had that money. Um, and also focusing on launching courses. And then honestly, I'm increasing all my prices at the end of the summer. Because at this point, a five minute conversation, I can impact someone's life with a five minute conversation. So if you pay me for an hour, you're gonna save thousands if you implement what I tell you. So like a one hour conversation can help you save thousands. So I need to like, I'm basically like gonna double my prices at the end of the summer because it, the proof is in the pudding. Like. The man who saved $10,000 invested, I'm going to tell you exactly how much he invested in me, about after six months, like $75 in his membership. He learned those techniques from my monthly coaching in my community. It, my membership community is $15 per month. So he paid $15 a month for six months and he saved $10,000. So, so $10,000 minus $75. My one <laughs> My one-on-one -on -one clients who pay for hourly, they're one girl starting a business. She's making hundreds of dollars per month. Her first week out, she made her investment back. Wow. Okay. So, right. yes. So it's worthwhile. Yeah. Absolutely. Wrong business. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say... Um, What's a risk that you've taken in your business that initially scared you, but it paid off in the long run? It's definitely that coach. Hiring my coach, she, 
I went to a live event and I had been following her for on Instagram for a while. And then she was coming to Orlando. She was literally the street I lived off of. She was at a hotel down the road. And I said, this is my sign from God that I need to go. It was only a couple hundred dollars to be at the event for the weekend. And just being there with her and watching her teach, she like live coach in the event. And it was like, it changed my life just from being there live. So I signed up for a program that was thousands of dollars and I was pooping my pants, swiping my card, like, where am I going to find this money every single month to pay her? Because I hadn't made that much money in my business at that point. And I was like, where? And the next month I had like a $2,000 Black Friday and made my first month's investment back just like that wow. easy. And I didn't have to do anything extra. I did have to like change some systems around based on what she suggested but it turned out in the long run better for me, right? I'm like, I made $2,000 in a weekend. Okay, like <laughs> coach 4,000, right? So it was the scariest thing I had to do. But she was like, I can't, I can't wave a magic wand and give you the results. You have to put the work in and show up. Mm-hmm. So I put the work in like no other. And honestly, I'm going to tell you it paid off even further because she hired me as a business coach in her um, beginner's business community. So because my results were so amazing after six months in her program, she didn't want me to leave. She was like, do you wanna be on the team? So now I'm getting experience from her as a mentor and a leader in her business, helping people start their businesses, which helps me with my clients in their business. So I'm kinda, I'm not pivoting, I'm not shifting, but I'm diversifying my offerings in the sense of, I'm also coming, becoming a side hustle coach because, because I was able to save money couponing and start my business, people are like, well, how can I start a business with a little bit of money? Awesome. So I'm becoming a, a side hustle coach. So long story short, investing in her as my coach completely changed business and honestly life. Absolutely, that's dope. I love it. And I guess with that, you know, um, you know, with all the experience that you're getting, <clears throat> what is a crucial advice that you would give to entrepreneurs? You know, um, you know, what, what would you tell other entrepreneurs who are trying to get into similar business or some other completely different business? Um, whatever business you have, it has to be something that you love. And I know sometimes that that is like a controversy, like you can't, You can't always do passion because what if you fall out of love with your passion and then you have this business that you may not love. And I see it the opposite. I love couponing so much that I don't see it falling off. I don't see me stopping this passion. And like, I just light up every time I talk about it. Like I get goosebumps every time I help someone. The root of that is I love helping people. So I like helping people save their money. I like helping people start their businesses. So find your passion. And two things can be true. I can be a coupon coach and a side hustle coach. I can do both very well as long as I protect my energy. But whatever it is that you're going to start, you have to do something that you love genuinely because you may not make money right away. If you're trying to start a YouTube channel, you are not going to make money right away. It is a grind. It is a hustle. And you have to be able to put that work in knowing that your return on investment will come. But sometimes you might not see it for six months to a year, like big, big, you know, big picture, you know, so do something that you're passionate about and show up well, show up well and show up authentically as you. 
So I guess that would be my advice. Awesome. I think something really important that you said too, that a lot of people don't realize is you have to spend money to make money. And yeah. a lot of people want to take the free, the free route. But when I talk to people consistently that I know that have been, have found extreme success in business, they're always investing in, in, in different things, mentors, coaches, mm -hmm. programs, sometimes it costs $10,000 and it sounds crazy, but those, those, they apply those principles and then their business explodes. So that's a constant theme I hear all the time. And I was like, you really do have to invest in yourself to be successful. So I really like that you said that. Um, we're going to open up in a minute for uh, Q&A questions. We're going to shift and start talking about uh, some couponing tips. Um, I definitely encourage everybody to check out Chris's program. Um, it's obviously it's a bomb. If she can get people saving $10,000 who made an investment of 75, then that's an amazing, that's a very low risk, great opportunity for everybody. But um, before we jump into that, how can our viewers and our listeners, how can they connect with you? Um, you can find me everywhere, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, at Chris the Maximizer, K-R-Y-S the Maximizer. That is where I am. I'm on Instagram stories pretty much every single day. So that's where you see like the behind the scenes of everything. YouTube videos, at least three to five videos every single week. Um, I had a Facebook page you can follow and I even have a free Facebook group where I do about two to three live sessions every month answering questions and just uh, doing mini trainings and things in that Facebook group as well. The Facebook group is couponing with Chris the Maximizer and then everywhere else is just Chris the Maximizer. Got that in there. Awesome. Okay. So let's get into these questions real quick. Does anybody have a question they want to ask? If you want to, feel free to unmute yourself. And also you can turn on your camera if you choose to. If you don't want to, you can just unmute yourself. Uh, so let me know in the chat if you are not able to unmute yourself. But if you are, feel free to ask questions. Ask them right now while you can too, because... <laughs> <laughs> later on come, come with an invoice so while people are, are about Thanks, to ask questions i have a quick question do you have a like a book or anything that you you have coming out or a couple books that's coming out that people could purchase um i don't i am working on creating an ebook because a lot of people like to learn that way but um i have a full course it's like 11 modules that dives deep into couponing budgeting and creating a strategic shopping plan meal planning um, store prep. I mean, it goes into all the facets. Um, so while I don't have a book, the course is a great way to just dig in deep. It goes deeper than YouTube. There's workbooks and trainings and tutorial videos. So the course is definitely um, a great option. You do have to email me to get that. Um, but I am going to be working on an ebook as well. All right. Do we have any questions? I have a question. Okay. So I wanted to know how long does it really take for you to master couponing? I know it's different for every person, um, but how long or what did your process look like in terms of the learning curve? Mm -hmm. So for me specifically, um, it took me a while because I didn't have anyone to watch. I started back in 2008 and YouTube couponing was not even really a thing back then. 
So I learned trial and error, so it took me a little bit longer. Um, but I would say those in my membership start to feel a lot more comfortable. After at least about four to five months, they feel comfortable. And I would say around one year of doing it at least once or twice a month, they feel like really confident to do their first deal. Not do their first deal, but doing their deals. So I would say at least six-ish months to get really comfortable with it. But again, it's a muscle that you have to practice. Thank you. You're welcome. I have a question. So a lot of times people think couponing is just, you know, picking up like a magazine or something like that and looking up the deals and then just being like, oh, okay, I don't really need that. I need this. Let me take a coupon um, to the store. So that's what most people think. So what makes what you're doing stand out or what, like, what's, I guess, the secret weapon or something that is being, uh, you know, uh, take advantage of that on a larger level and save a lot of money? So it's all in the strategy. So you have to know what you need, know what you never want to run out of, and you need to prep. Grocery shopping, couponing starts at home. So you need to have your list of what you need, look at the current week's ads, match up the deals, find the coupons. Everything should be ready that when you get to the store, you are just executing. You are just finding your item and putting it on the belt with your coupons. So all of my hard work, my brain power, my math is done at home at the table. And then when I go to the store, I'm just getting what I need with backup. So yes, there's a lot of things in between each of those steps, but those are the biggest things. And then also setting your coupon budget and not going over that is a part of the plan as well. So creating the strategy at home before you even get to the store. Thank you. You're welcome. Do we have another question? I heard a little rustling. I'm gonna go. All right. I have one more question. I'm sorry. So, how much typically are for the working people um, in the world? For the most part, I have a problem with just having time when I come home from work to, to have that time to set aside. How much time would you typically say you set aside for prep every week? Um, mine's a little bit different because I do a little bit of intensive prep, but I tell um, my members they should only be prepping about 30 minutes to an hour per week. So how about you reallocate your time? When you're watching your favorite show, cut out any coupons you need. This is going to sound so TMI, but I scroll my rebate apps when I go to the bathroom in the morning because I'm being intentional with my time. So instead of scrolling Facebook at those times, I am looking at my rebate apps to see what apps I can. When I'm looking for deals for the next week, I'm opening up my CVS app. When I'm mindlessly, when I think about mindless Facebook, I'm like, let me look at CVS and see what deal, what's on sale. Let me look at my inventory to see what I'm low on that needs to get moved up to my needs list. So I would say, look at your time. We all say we're busy. We all, I've, I've been there. Like I said, I'm a single mom, full-time job, and I, filmed for YouTube. So not only did I just coupon, I created videos that I had to edit, I had to upload, I had to create the thumbnails, the description boxes. So I promise you, if you sit down and you see where your time is truly spent, if you can reallocate one hour a week, that's about what, 10 minutes a day, you can coupon. And it doesn't take a lot because you're going to focus on what you need. You're not trying to get what I'm getting. You're not trying to get what she's getting. You're going to get what your family needs. So it's just your grocery list with coupons added to it. Awesome. Sounds good, thank you. You're welcome. 
You know what I was thinking about? I think the thing that was always so confusing to me about couponing is if you look at all these different groups, we um, you have people who they have like the penny dollar general people and you got the target mm -hmm. people. So if you really focus on all these different forms of couponing, it, it's like overwhelming because it's like, it's all different strategies, different things. So I really like that. It seems like you have a more simplistic style as far as like, really just focusing on what you need versus what you can get in bulk, so. Right, and yeah. I always say to choose one to two stores. Okay. If you have a CVS, CVS is the place where you're gonna get things for the cheapest and sometimes free. CVS is expensive. Don't you ever buy anything from CVS without a coupon, ever, in your life. Go to Walmart, go to somebody's dollar store. That is not a store where you just grab what you know. Absolutely not. I wouldn't be caught dead in a CVS without a coupon, right? So you choose one to two stores and you master those. If you try to go to five or six stores, you're going to lose your mind. One to two stores, get those together and you become a master and it'll become easier for you. Welcome, sir. Do you have a question? <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's why I turned my camera on so you could yeah. see um, <clears throat> Great pieces of advice I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, listening to you speak, uh, Chris. Um, one question I have, it's, it's, it's not entirely related to uh, what you spoke about today, but um, as we've watched the shift of businesses from those that have more brick and mortar presences to those that have more digital presences, and then seeing your stall in views and, and the ways in which you make money, the streams, your streams being affected. How have you shifted your business model or actually your, your business strategy to continue to maintain um, that level that you need to, to survive during this whole uh, pandemic? So I focused on launching things that would serve people well. So last month, I think it was, I launched my course, which is more than my membership. Um, and I was able to get a nice chunk of money from that. So I would say diversify your offerings and see how you can pivot. I'll give an example that's not from me, but from someone else that I thought was genius. Um, I follow a woman who is a makeup artist and she was opening a beauty bar. So obviously she couldn't have people, she couldn't do makeup. All her weddings got canceled, had to get rescheduled. She literally charged people $20 on Zoom to show them how to do their own eyebrows. And I think like 70 people showed up and paid her $20. And then they were like, can you show us? She did eyebrows. I think she did like a smoky eye. I think she did like how you can do something with your eyelashes. Every week this girl got on Zoom charging $20 to show people how they can DIY it at home. So I would say you have to diversify your offerings. What can you do? What can you teach? What are you an expert at? And how can you help someone make an impact? You gotta sell that transformation. Now, if you sell shoes in a store, the transformation isn't the same. You just gotta get an online retailer, right? But as far as service providers, you gotta sell that transformation because people were still buying during this COVID. I don't know about you, but I was still buying stuff. People were still shopping on what they wanted. If it was important enough, they was buying. So focus on that transformation of how you can really impact somebody's life. And, and that's what I did. So I sold the course 
And now over these next two months, I'm taking it easy because I'm choosing to be with my family, but I'm focusing on my membership. So I'm about to go balls to the wall. I'm trying to add 200 more people to this membership because the price is about to increase. So that's my, my pivot. I did have money saved up because I knew something could happen at any time. So when money was great and I was getting all this money, I was stashing it away. So back to your original question, how can you make the biggest transformation in someone's life and how can you turn it digital? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> this is good. This is really good. Y'all, this is Chris. You know, Chris charges for this. We got to get some this questions out. <laughs> Tomorrow when we call her, she's going to tell us to go to the Which we might do anyway, just to support. But um, as far as uh, couponing, what are some, what's, do you have any tips for non-couponers that people who are just novices don't know anything that we could just do today without having coupon strategies that will just save when we go into the store? Like things that we could just do from tonight if we wanted to just start um, taking some kind of effort. <laughs> so the first thing I would say is you want to create two lists on a piece of paper. Things you never want to run out of. What are things in your house that you will want to have in a stockpile? And then you need to put another list is your needs list. The things that your family needs in the next one to two weeks or else you will perish. You need to have these two lists because the things that are on that never want to run out of list, those are the things that you need to be couponing for at the lowest price possible. So I never want to run out of toilet paper. I paid full price for toilet paper once during this pandemic because I was just worried, but it hasn't happened again. So that is always on my stockpile. The second thing I would say that you could do as a beginner is to track your usage. Do you know how much toilet paper you use in your house? Do you know how long a tube of toothpaste lasts? Do you know how long the dish soap lasts? Because when you start to coupon, how will you know how much you need? Because we only get what we need if you don't know how much you use. So these are things that you can do without even touching a coupon. And then as far as couponing, download the CVS app, get an account, and just scroll and see the types of things that are on sale. And if it's on sale and it's on your needs list or you're never going to run out of list, check if there's a coupon right in there it says deals and rewards if there's a coupon click that bad boy and go and buy it so i would say those things but a lot of this stuff like i said before starts at home yeah that's real what you just said because i don't know a lot about couponing and you know that but i did have somebody long time ago i was looking for some tresemme mm -hmm. ironically and i told this person and they they I, I ended up spending like, I think a dollar. They got me like a bunch of Tresemme that lasted me like three years. And I remember I was like, I, I really need to learn how to coupon like after that experience. And a real quick, I guess before we wrap, we when we had our conversation the other day, we talked about diapers. Now I'll make that relevant <laughs> for Mario because he's buying a lot of diapers right now. He has two small children. So what was, you shared some interesting information about diapers and it might be relevant to other people on this session right now too because I don't they may have children so of course so baby items are my favorite things to coupon for I cannot so sad I cannot wait to get pregnant just so I can coupon for diapers that sounds so crazy I stockpiled enough diapers for my daughter until she was 18 months but the way I did that was CVS and Target they have amazing baby deals Target will have like spend a hundred dollars get a twenty dollar gift card 
and then they'll have digital coupons in their app that you can use and then also paper coupons. So for diapers, Mario, you're probably going to have to print some coupons offline or potentially get the Sunday newspaper. But the thing is, you can look up online what coupons are coming out so you can see if it's worth it for you to buy the newspaper that week. So if there's diaper coupons, then you know, I should probably buy at least two papers. That's another gem. You buy newspapers or coupon inserts in groups of two, two or four, because you, you always want to have two. Um, so for diapers, you want to make sure you have um, Target and CVS. You want to sign up on Pampers, Huggies, Loves, sign up on all their sites because they'll send you coupons as well. Same thing with like Baby Formula, Infamil, Similac. They'll send you checks, which are like coupons, 4 to $5 off a, a can. So sign up for all the baby things. When you buy the diapers, they have little rewards, especially if you use Pampers. They have rewards codes in there create an account with that free reward and after you get so many points you can get a free pack of diapers and if you write these companies a letter or an email and say hey my baby loves using your products can you send me some coupons they will mail you coupons to your house that you can use to buy more diapers wow. i love that i love that yeah all right any more questions before we wrap do a really quick countdown. If not, thank you everybody for joining. Thank you, Chris, live from Maryland tonight with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Chris, um, Chris's website is christhemaximizer.com, which is K-R-Y-S, the maximizer, M-A-X-I-M-I-Z-E-R.com. So we got we got a one question in the chat. Oh, somebody just saying thank you. Thank you for joining. Please um Visit her website, join her program. If $15 a month is going to potentially save you $10,000, I think right now couponing and investing is the smartest move in this environment right now. Learning about investments, stocks, trading, all that stuff, and learning about couponing seems like the smartest like move for 2020. So, Chris, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And thank you all for joining us tonight. And... We'll see y'all for the next episode. Episode four, we have Elvira Guzman. She's a celebrity publicist. She's going to be talking about how to create visibility for our brand. So for everybody's brand, not our brand, but everybody's brand. So we'll see y'all next time. Thank you.